come on and join me as I ride the back roads of our country, seeking out interesting people and places and just all things Americana. My name's Ken Smith, and I'm the host of Faces to Places podcast. Growing up down here in the South, just about everybody I know has seen or at the very least heard of the Andy Griffith Show. But just in case you're listening to this podcast from another country or, I don't know, another planet maybe, I'm going to tell you just a little bit about the Andy Griffith Show. The Andy Griffith Show was an American comedy that for eight years aired on television from 1960 to 1968. There was a total of 249 episodes with the first 159 being shot in black and white. And then technology caught up and the last 90 episodes was shot in full color. For me, well, I'm a black and white movie junkie. So I kind of favor the earlier black and white episodes myself. The Andy Griffith Show was shot in the fictional small rural town of Mayberry, North Carolina in the 1960s, but it had more of a nostalgic feel of a much simpler time of the 1930s. And some folks say that Mayberry and its characters was based on Andy Griffith's childhood hometown of Mount Airy, North Carolina. If you go to visit Mount Airy, you'll see just exactly why people seem to think that, well, Mount Airy is the real Mayberry. While you're there, you can visit the Andy Griffith Museum, where you'll find everything from the jailhouse keys to the actual clothes that was worn in the show. You can also go on over to Floyd's Barbershop and get your hair cut while you're there, or visit the exact replica of Sheriff Andy Taylor's office. But my favorite thing is the Snappy Lunch Diner. In an episode called Andy and the Matchmaker, Andy tells his trusty deputy Barney Fife that they had to go down to the Snappy Lunch and get a bite to eat. Well, the Snappy Lunch is the only real business in Mount Airy that was ever mentioned during the eight-year run of the Andy Griffith Show. And if you happen to plan on spending the night there in Mount Airy, well, they even have the Mayberry Motor Inn. Now, many of us have dreamed of growing up or maybe living in a small town such as Mayberry, North Carolina, and they're scattered all across our country. You just got to get out and find them. But just recently, a friend of mine told me about a place called the Soda Pop Junction, and it was located in a small little town called Linville, Tennessee. So I got on my bike and I rode down to Linville, just south of Nashville, and, well, when I rode in there, it was like a little Mayberry. But first, I'm going to tell you a little history about the town of Linville that I found out once I arrived. Linville was named after Lynn Creek, which it was located alongside of back in 1810. For the next 50 years, it was a flourishing place. It had a post office, a hotel, had stores and factories, and it even had a wholesale coffee warehouse. But in 1859, plans were made to extend the Nashville and Decatur Railroad south from Columbia, just over Dotson's Gap and down the valley one mile to the east of Linville. And this section of the railway was completed just before the Civil War, and in the course of the conflict, 
Old Linville was raided and burned by the federal troops under the command of General William B. Dodge. And after the war, many of the residents of Linville moved over the hill to the railway. In the town of New Linville, or Linville Station as they called it at the time, had its beginning. And Linville had a number of small factories that included a coffin shop at one time, a J. Bugs tobacco factory, a shoe store, and overalls factory. For many years after the building of the railway, Linville was the principal trade and shipping center for the northern part of Giles County for things such as cattle, mules, hogs, poultry, or eggs. As our country grew and larger towns sprung up and cities grew, people tended to leave these small rural towns such as Mayberry and move to these larger cities in search of employment or just a different way of life. And as I ride through the back roads of our country, I see this all the time. I see these cities that I knew once was hustling and bustling and quaint little towns. But now many of them are abandoned and just very little going on. But when I rolled into Linville, Tennessee, that's not what I saw at all. Nope. There was clearly something going on here in Linville that I need to look into. While I was in Linville, I met Johnny Phelps, who is the owner of the Soda Pop Junction, and, well, it was clear that Johnny was the guy that I need to be talking to. Johnny knows everything about Linville, and he was very instrumental in the comeback and the restoration of the quaint little town of Linville. And yes, Linville is pretty much just like Mayberry. So if it gets a chance, go to Linville, Tennessee, and visit Johnny at the Soda Pop Junction or one of the other stores that's located there in the town. But until you can get there, come on and listen to the conversation that I have with Johnny right there in the Soda Pop Junction. Hi, everybody. Thank you all again for listening to us at Faces to Places podcast. And today I'm in the beautiful little town of Linville, Tennessee. And I got the opportunity to sit down and talk with Johnny Phelps, who is the owner of the uh, Soda Pop Junction here in Linville. And Johnny, thank you for taking Glad time. Glad to be here. Thank you for coming. Yeah, buddy. Thank you for taking time out. So uh, how about, I mean, there's so much to talk about here in your restaurant and uh, soda parlor, I guess. How about you just telling us about what you do here? Well, first of all, I'm I'm a retired school teacher, and when I came into town, about I'm gonna give you a little history first. Okay, that'd be good. All started. Uh, I came into town up 24 years ago, and the town at that time there was no railroad in town. Uh, I mean, no depot and no train and. and a friend of mine named John Tunstall, uh, who, who was real interested in railroads, we stood out in the middle of the street out there and looked up and down the Linville streets. And at that time, there was only one business on the street, and just about 80% of the buildings had already either fell in or in the process of falling in. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, you know, it would be nice if this little town could get a railroad museum and things like that started. And I said, well, if we do that, I'd be interested in buying a building maybe and just helping out because I'm not originally from Linville. Yeah. Uh, I, I 
taught school at Giles County High in Pulaski. Okay. And uh, but I've always loved the town. And I was born in a little town called Wales, which is population is about five. So, <laughs> <laughs> and most of them are my family. <laughs> that's, that's funny so, right there, man. Uh, we uh, we started the process to go in. And first of all, we formed the Linville Railroad Preservation Society. Mm-hmm. And we got members and got a board of directors going. The mayor was Francis Hewitt at that time, who was a great, great supporter of the town and a super mayor. And uh, she was all on board with it. And Mm -hmm. the town council was on board with it. So uh, we started that first. And to get it off the ground, we had to raise $100,000. And uh, that wasn't easy. Yeah. And but we started, and then we got the we we started getting the money. All of the cars that you see out there were donated throughout the U.S. You talking about the train cars? Train cars. Train cars. Okay. Yes. yes. And uh, they in the process we went and and the railroad Tennessee Southern that still runs through here. Okay. Uh, they were really really nice about going and getting the cars and getting getting it started. And got them in here, but they were, you know, they had to be redone. And it's a lot of people that jumped in and helped sandblast them. And one of them was uh, the uh, Jim Tom Inglet, the late Jim Tom Inglet. Yeah. And so we just started with that and uh, got that thing going, got that built. So you're talking about there's a museum out there is what yes, you're talking about. There there's is a, museum. a museum out there and there's a. There's a Milky Way museum in there. Okay. And there's a, a train museum in there. It's free to the public mm-hmm. to to come and look. And so it, it, it's 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 our attraction, you know. Right. And when we got that, and then I came and approached uh, Miss Nancy Joe Duggar, who owned this building at the time. There wasn't anything in here except this. This part of it was a beauty salon. The rest of it had already fell in. And so I came in the door, and it was raining about like it was this morning. Yeah, it, yeah, it was pouring down this <laughs> when morning. When I came in the building to look yeah. at it, yeah, actually, I had to go to my car and get an umbrella to come back in here to look. Oh, at it. It, was, it was it leaking was leaking that bad. I fell through the floor. My goodness. Yeah, and it's it was about a year and a half process of getting it up and going. Right. And we just got it going, and I said I didn't know what I was going to do with it at the time. So I opened up a little soda shop, open three hours a day. And I was going to frame my first dollar I took in. Mm-hmm. I never got a dollar that day, so I couldn't, frame, <laughs> I couldn't frame it to, that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. it's done really good since. So yeah. it's 23 years ago, I, that's how long I've had it open. 23 years, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, just to describe what this is, it's uh, I mean, this is an old like old building. Do you have any idea how old this is? 1862. 1862. Yes, wow. Yes. Well, it sure looks like it because you come in, you got the old creaky floors oh, yeah. and the and squeaky was, screen door. The railroad came in uh, 1858, and the town of Linville used to be over what they call Waco. And when the train come, if you notice, all the buildings face the train right, right. stage. Right. Well, then this is when the town came because they moved the town of Linville from there over here with the railroad. Okay. And so that was 1858, and then they started building these buildings. And this one was finished in 1862. Well, it's always yeah. been a drugstore. 
And at that time, this this section, it's all one building, and, and this section was different from the others in the fact that this was a saloon, and that was a drugstore. Oh, this was a saloon over right, here. Right, right, Okay. Wow. So there's no telling this, what all's what going on in here, <laughs> is right. it? This part of it was not original. It was original, but it's that I lowered, they lowered the ceiling. But if you go in the next two rooms, uh, that's the original. Is it? That's what it looked like then. And uh, so just started, and I love history, and yeah. started doing historical things in here because it's a historical building. Right. When I was coming into town, there was a sign that said Historic Linview. Yeah, all buildings, 59 buildings in his, on the historical register. So that's quite a feat right there. Yeah, sure to is. To get all that done. And we're a small town, 320 people. You probably know about every one of well, them. Well, I, I try to. <laughs> I try to. But it's a, it's a great town. And yeah. uh, we don't have a traffic light. We do have a blinking light. Right. I saw that one. Uh, yeah. But. And you got the train tracks running right through the middle. Because I'm looking out the front. If a train comes by, I mean, you got to train gotta, does got to shake by. this building, it, doesn't it? It, it? it still runs twice a day, uh, five days a week. Does not run on week, right. weekend. It's strictly a freight freight operation. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a train person, man. Oh, I, lo- I love trains. I can sit there and watch them all oh, day. And every time it comes, even though I've seen thousand, I'll run out and take a look at it. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I probably will too. So we had to jump up and run out, man. We'll yeah. just take a break yeah. and go do that. So, so you started, so you got the idea, man, you was going to uh, help the town come back. So were you one of the first businesses to come, like to come back yes. Uh, yes. from nothing when it, right, every, right. the town well, was down? One, at that time, there was a grandma's market up the street and it had been there a while called Hickman's Grocery and the city hall. And that was it as far as businesses up and down the street. We did have the post office, and it's since moved over there. But And then the building started, people started getting interested in it. Yeah. And Colonel Littleton coming to town really was a big, 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 big plus. Was it the the, leather, he, the man, the, yes. the leather, leather maker, leather he's worker? World, he's worldwide known, and and he re, redid a lot of the buildings, and they're up class and uptown. and. Oh, he it was big when he moved downtown. Well, man, it, this town is beautiful. It's it's not not a big town. You already said that, but it's man, it's all the buildings have been restored and they're yeah. painted, and, and it's and, just really awesome sidewalks. Yeah, and, you know, we're, we're proud of the town, and, and the people are wonderful here. They'll they're like neighbors. Just everybody's like neighbors. Are they? So yeah, it, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Now, just I mean, we got a lot to talk about, but uh, you mentioned the Milky Way. Something about the Milky Way a while ago. What is that? Isn't there a Milky Way farm around here or yes. something? What what is it? Well, I, I mean, it was Frank Mars who invented the Mars candy bar yeah. and the Milky Way candy bar. It's three thousand acres, about four miles down the road. Okay. And, wow. Nice farm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a top farm in the South. Was it? Yes. And uh, as a matter of fact, I've, I've written two books on it and. Uh, before you leave today, I'm going to give you one and let you study up on that. I will, man. I, dude, it, I love stuff like it's that, It's a very man. interesting place. There's a lot of Milky Way stuff that I've got here. And, uh, like, that's my granddaddy's work shirt up there, Milky Way Farm. He worked there. And a lot of these collectibles that I've got are the, the shirt there, and, the, and that's his saddle over there. That's Frank Mars' saddle. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, 
Frank Mars. I'm sure you know who Frank Mars is. Oh, yes. And Milky Way candy yeah. bars. I've eaten many of those. Snickers. I feel like I probably own part of that farm up there as many Snickers as I've Petty, Pedigree Dog Foods is, is, is Mars Corporation. Yeah. But there's, you know, most of this stuff in here has a personal, my grandmother's sewing machine, my old record player that belonged to my grandmother, just things that I just love doing it. And there's nothing for sale here. I know people try to come in and buy <laughs> I, It's not for sale. I mean, I, I, I just... I just love collecting. It. And it, it's just for people to look at. It. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And there's, you know, I'm going to take, uh, for anybody listening, I'm going to take pictures of all this stuff and it'll be on the faces of places, Facebook and Instagram. You can go there and look at it and see what all that uh, Johnny's talking about. Because this, this uh, store is just full of memorabilia and stuff that means this meaningful to Johnny and just a lot of history in here. Well, you know, People come in here, and everybody's young at heart. I mean, yeah. I don't care how old you get, uh, how young you are. You, everybody's young at heart, and mm -hmm. they see things that they've seen as a teenager, and we still got an operational soda fountain out there, and the people like to sit on the stools right. and, uh, like they did 50 years ago. And uh, so I tried to keep it as much as I could and still conform to the health re regulations. Right. And so uh, we still ain't got to what it is you do here because when you come in the front door, there's a right there as you come in on the left, there's a soda soda parlor, soda fountain, yeah, yeah soda fountain. It's just like like if if you if you ever seen Andy Griffith that soda oh, fountain yeah. they got on there. I've seen it more than once. Yeah, well, I mean it's just like that. Yeah, I mean it's just well, it, just it's like original, that, and yeah. it, it's it's an. I say it's original. It was 1870. The glass in the back, which you can take a photograph and show your listeners, uh, it's it's 1870. Wow! And, and but the bar had to be taken out to make room for the electrical part of it, mm. which would have been then it's 1848. Okay! Uh, wow! My goodness! Uh, and so, and then the the pharmacy in the back is 1866. And it, it's it. That's where they first did the drugstore. Uh, so it, I can't believe it's that old, man. As it's, much it's as still here, as much as I could, I preserved as much as I could. Mm -hmm. Now that pharmacy had already fell into the into the basement, and I had to get a crane out of Columbia to come in and pull it up and put it jack it up and put it back where it was. So, so uh, there was man, there was quite a bit of work to be done here. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad you you saved this and restored well, it. Well, I you know I I love it and 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 I enjoy people coming in and loving it and uh, that's the, that's the thrill I get. It's not a money maker. I mean, I mean, I don't make any money out of it. It's just for you to look at. And, uh, so. Well, there's a lot of stuff here to look at. I know out front you got some old Coke machines oh, before, yeah. you, before you even come in the door. Oh yeah, I got a diamond and I got a nickel. I'm trying to find a six cent one. <laughs> I didn't know there was oh, yeah. such a thing. Well, it was. This is what they did. They went from nickel to six cents, but their change maker couldn't take the, didn't take that other penny. Mm -hmm. They knew they had to go up, so they put a little old thing on the side of it, and it's honor system. And so you put your nickel in, and got your coat with. I hoped you'd put the penny in. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> So, I, I, man, that's man. You never know what you're going to hear and what you're going to learn. I never even heard of that. Yeah, before. yeah. 
And it went from there to the dime, and they kept it even after that. Yeah, they probably learned a lesson on that <laughs> deal, didn't they? <you? laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't as many honest people as they thought they were. Well, you know, most people are, though. Yeah. Most people are. Well, so over there, I mean, you got your soda power, you got you make milkshakes, Coke floats, banana well, splits. Well, we're, we're famous for their hamburger. Okay. And uh, it's a guy named Big Johnny Hewitt who – was the manager here and worked here. He he had a special sauce on cooking burgers. And so he started, we didn't always cook. Mm-hmm. It was just a little soda fountain and made of cold sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to he wanted to cook. So he he did that and started marinating those burgers. Well they took off. And so in the time that he was here, our burger was was ranked number one in the state. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so it was three or four different publications that did it. Mm-hmm. The last one to do it was Channel 2 out of Nashville, who did the survey, and we won that one. So, wow. uh So if you had somebody coming out of Nashville to come do it, you had to beat out well, a lot, and, of, and a lot they, of places, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So WKRN and, and Channel 2, Nashville. Right. Yeah. But uh, and our milkshake was voted number two, and the number one milkshake was Lumpy's in Mount Pleasant. But they're no longer in business. <laughs> right. so I guess we're number one. <laughs> yeah, that probably puts you right in there, at number one. Doesn't it? <laughs> nah, well, we we're proud of that too. So. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get me one of those for all right. here for sure. So uh, you got all your ice cream and shakes, and banana splits, and. Uh, so you I'll, had, I'll give you a, a, a menu you can carry with you. Okay. All so right. You kind of know a little bit about what we do. Yeah, I, I'll take a picture of that and I'll put it on the on okay. the Facebook so everybody can see before All they right. come here. Okay. You know what they what they're in store for. But you have other things besides hamburgers. So you have. Oh Lord, yeah, we have steaks and shrimp, catfish. Okay. Just about anything other restaurant right. would have. You have desserts besides yeah. ice cream? Well, we, we do not. We just got desserts. But we got Sundays and hot fudge Sundays. Yeah. And, what else you uh, need, now on right? on Sundays, we, we have our Sunday buffet, and it's it's really special, too. All right. And we have uh, ten vegetables and three meats and three desserts, all you can eat for eight ninety nine. And uh, we, we, we pack them in on Sunday. That's the only day we do the buffet. Okay. Uh, is, is that those days. On Sunday. Day, yes. Man, I'm going to have to come back on Sunday. Come back. For sure. <laughs> I've got good people works here. That that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And Jason Counts, the, the guy at the grill, has been with me 16 years. And that's unheard of to get somebody to cook for you for 16 yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, that's a long time right there. Uh, so, but. And, you know, it's just, I'm not a restaurant guy. Mm-hmm. I don't claim to be. But I love people, and I love history. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, we've got good people that runs their restaurant. I, I come and work some, but no more than I, I don't. I, I look, and I taught school 49 years. Mm-hmm. So And I coached and did it all. What did you coach? I coach basketball, football, track, soccer. Oh, you coached everything. <laughs> Golf. <laughs> Golf, no way. 
Well, listen, how, if people want to come here, uh, how can they find out about uh, well, we've the got Soda a Pop Junction? page and uh, Soda Pop Junction on our Facebook page. We've got 10,000, almost 11,000 followers. So uh, just go on there for our specials and our menus on Sundays on it. Okay. And uh, but we have visitors. We've had visitors. I got, I got a visitor book from all 50 states. And 18 countries. Wow. And, yep. And so they signed. And that's the one that signed it. Okay. I don't know. The, they don't come just to see me. They come just because it's a little small town. Mm-hmm. And we're just a part of it. We're proud to be a part of it. Well, you're definitely a part of it, man, because, uh, you know, when you come into Linville, that's, you know, this is one of the places to me that well, just jumps right out. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for that. And, and uh, you know. We invite your watch listeners and to come by and visit with us. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, Johnny, thank you, man. Yes, I, sir. I, listen, I appreciate you taking time to be with us and talk to us today because I know you, you got a lot of people in there. It's hungry and well, I hope so. Wanting them some ice cream <laughs> on top of that. I hope so. so. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get me something to eat and I'm gonna head out of here, Johnny. So, thank you very much. Thank you buddy. for coming. All right. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to us at Faces to Places podcast. You can like us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can leave a raving review and subscribe to Faces to Places on your favorite podcast app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on down the road at Faces to Places.